0: I just a song so you can sing along with my special guest star, too. 14. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two very special guests. They were on the Voyage of the Rock Aliens episode, and I made them watch this movie as well. It's Gary Cruz and Chris Barker, everyone. Whee!
1: Hello, hello,
2: hello, greetings from the UK again. Hi. Greetings,
0: yes. And we're here to celebrate life day with this 1978 TV special that only aired once, Star Wars. The Star Wars Holiday Special. We are Happy Uh, Life
1: Day. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day, everyone.
0: Well, so Life Day apparently already happened because people observe it on November 17th. Oh.
1: And
0: and as of this recording and subsequently as of this being aired, it is way past that. So happy post-Life Day, everyone. Yeah. Not long Uh, till the
1: next one. (laughs) do we all celebrate Life Day every day? That's, that's deep. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I think we can, but I think yeah. like the actual <laughs> holiday. <laughs> um, so the screenplay for this is by Rod Warren, Bruce Valanche, Pat Proft, Leonard Rips, and Mitzi Welch music and lyrics by Mitzi Welch and Ken Welch, except for the starship song that was written by Craig not even going to try the last name. And, uh, I should, wait. Shaquico, Shaquico. Sure, let's go with it. Uh, directed by Steve Binder and uh, uncredited directing by David Akomba. And according to IMDb, Chewbacca and Han Solo try to get to the Wookiee homeland of Kashyyyk. Did I say that right? I'm not really okay. big in Star Kashyyyk. Wars. yeah. to to celebrate Life Day, but are impeded by the Imperial blockade. Chewie's family passes the time with various forms of entertainment, one of them being the grandpa watching porn. Yes.
2: (laughs) Okay, so let's. now you've mentioned it, let's get this out there right now. I don't know if you've got this uh, there with you, but that scene was intentionally meant to be softcore porn.
0: Yes, I read that, that one of the producers was like, We did this on purpose to see if we could, basically. And it's like, okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, So first things first, your podcast, uh, what is it? I'm trying to remember the correct order. It's Horror, Cult, Trash, Other. You got it. That's correct. Yes. How would you, which of those four categories would you put this one in?
2: Oof. I mean, there's, there's, there's a chance there for it to be part of all four. Um, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's trash. True. It's trash. It is trash. Uh, it is I believe Wait,
0: it's got a following. Oh, yeah. Know? It's a trash the piece. That's what it is. It's- every time they cut back to Lumpy, I'm, I, I, I scream. I literally <laughs> scream every time they close up on Lumpy's face. And I think it's because his eyes are too human. Yeah,
2: he's terrifying. He's, I said, when, when we covered it on our podcast, um, I, I had to revisit it to make sure I don't repeat the same jokes. So and I was actually horrified that uh, I said that he, if, if any of them was adorable, it'd probably be him. No, I take that back. He's fucking horrible. He's, he's terrifying. He's scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely horror. Definitely <laughs> horror. Behind oh, those All eyes. that makeup on Mark Hamill's face as oh, well, that's a jump scare. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Although I, th- I think Itchy, the grandfather is a little more adorable because of the underbite.
2: Yeah, I mean and he had the he had the guts to masturbate in a children's holiday special, so I mean, there
0: is that. <sighs> and he's doing it in like their common big common yeah. room <laughs> living room thing, whatever it's you want for to call everyone.
1: it. I don't think the intention of the wookies was ever to be cute though. <sighs> I mean, that's why the Ewoks came later on. I mean, the well. Wookiee was meant to the idea of the Wookiees was that they could rip your limbs off.
2: Yeah. Marla
1: could definitely Chewbacca do that. was meant to be big, strong, you know, scary beast man. And that they've tried to force <laughs> what is a big, you know, keeping the same look, which is a big strong beast, <laughs> and made them into cute family dynamics <laughs> just doesn't work because it's terrifying and they're terrifying and then. Doing normal things like
0: cooking um, or wanking. Oh my something. God, that cooking show. Yeah, <laughs> Harvey Corman. That was Harvey Corman as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Corman, yeah. yeah. He okay. Three times. There were, okay, so I, I wrote that like him, B. Arthur, and Mark Hamill were just like acting as hard as they could through this yeah. bullshit.
2: There is someone else who is acting uh, her uh, heart out. That person is Carrie Fisher, but I think she may have been on a lot of drugs. Oh, she was. As soon as she appeared on screen, that burst of energy from her, it made me jump. And then that's, yeah. I think we'll probably talk about it a little later on, but her performance at the end, she looked far too happy to be there. Whilst Harrison Ford just looked depressed.
0: Well, so apparently Harrison Ford also forgot about this. um, And it- (laughs) After reading it, it feels like out of the Star Wars people, no one really wanted to do this.
1: No. No, no. The intention was to keep Star Wars in people's minds in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. So we have watched this many, many times. Can't even count. But we've always seen it from the perspective of knowing where Star Wars led to when this was made, it was one film, oh, yeah. a really successful film, that uh-huh. really, really fucking successful, but the whole story of Star Wars hadn't played out. Um, so this really sticks out in the whole story. And it did at the time, it was bashed, you know, everyone fucking hated it. But even more so now you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> This has nothing to do with any of the other films, really. It's completely out there. It's fueled by so many different drugs. (laughs) I know it's the 70s, but even by the 70s standards, fucking hell. You're noticing this has nothing to do with the other films. I love that there's a random scene where Darth
2: Vader shows was and like, oh, we have to capture the Rebels. The next scene is like, back to the variety show. <laughs> and that's all it is for the rest of the film. It's that like one scene of Darth Vader talking about the rest of them. And that's it.
0: There's yeah. no other, plot, no other which, plot. Which I was reading, that's a cut scene from the movie, from A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could tell that, like, there are moments where you're like, oh, you clearly just used footage from A New Hope in here like that there's also when they're fighting uh like when the spacecrafts are fighting uh out-
2: yeah. oh yeah the space scenes are absolutely taking some ass. there's no way they film yeah. it specifically
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it was all from merchandising yeah that was it they thought they were gonna sell loads of lumpy (laughs) like teddy bears everyone was gonna fall in love with lumpy and not be terrified
0: and not want to cry every time lumpy was on the screen (laughs) this is this is wild everyone uh i think if we were to equate it with like modern franchises or things like that it would be as if in the eighty-seven years between the first Avatar and the new one that's coming out, James Cameron created a holiday special, right? Would that be yeah, like yeah, absolutely. absolutely, yeah, yeah? Because yeah. I forgot everything about Avatar. I'm not interested in that movie, but that's for another story, for another. Wow, yeah, thing. Well, yeah <laughs>
2: no, likewise. <laughs>
0: uh, so you all have seen this a handful of times. I have a thousand questions about that animated portion. <laughs> I'm very confused by it. Like, is it a backdoor pilot? Is it, is it a side quest that it has nothing to do? Is it a continuation of a quest that's happening in the movie? Like, what the fuck is happening?
2: much like everything else that happens, it has absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the movie. And no. it's kind of the same animation as droids, the animated series that did happen. I think it was a few years later. The 80s, I think. Uh, it was the 80s, it was. yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel like it's just there. And it's a lot of the fans, it's a lot of their favourite segment of, of this wild ride. I mean, for me, it's not my favourite. I mean, it's probably the best Like, if we're actually saying best and not best because of how bad it is. Yeah. It probably is the best thing that happens here, because, I mean, you get to see Boba Fett riding a fucking dinosaur. But also, it's not perfect, because have you seen Harrison Ford's face during that sequence? (laughs) It looks like it's been ironed. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: But this is the- R2-D2
2: has emotions during it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But this is the introduction of Boba Fett (laughs) to the franchise, right?
1: Yeah.
2: I'd like to think it's canon- i don't think it is though although they did upload it to disney plus they didn't upload the rest of the star wars holiday special because george lucas wants it burned and buried as, as far away as possible yeah but they did upload that specific sequence and not the b arthur one.
0: Oh my god b arthur treasure in this movie yeah. i'm trepidatious yeah. to call this a movie but i'm gonna call it a movie tv special she is doing the lord's work or whatever deity they follow in star wars like she's doing everything and like i feel like that's social commentary that i don't know what the history of it is Yeah, yeah. I
1: suppose, what, with the bar being closed down? um, Yeah, yeah. there was a documentary, isn't it? Yeah. day in the life of the cantina (laughs) on Marsai. The the real housewives of uh, Tatooine. Right, but um...
0: when she's going around begging people to leave, I feel like that is what is some sort of commentary, but I'm not sure. Granted, Bruce, Bruce Verlanch did write this while he was on a shitload of cocaine, so... Who knows? <laughs> That's true.
2: I think the social commentary is very much carried over from the social commentary within Star Wars itself. Probably the biggest link there. I, I think, yeah, so I, I think you
1: can bring a link between the Empire from the film and fascism. So it's it's kind of linked to that. I don't yeah. want to get too serious with it. But, you know. <laughs> Accurate representation of working in a bar? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Giant <laughs> rats. Um <laughs> Men pouring drinks into their heads. The devil pulling a gun out on you. Yeah, I, I used to sing that song every every night when it was closing time when I worked in a bar. Good
0: night, but not goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, actually it's actually a really good song. I feel like out of yeah, the no, I agree. Out of the four songs in this thing, it's mm-hmm. like the best one in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge Biafra fan, Golden Girls fan, um, Maud fans. This was right after Maud. Biafra only did it because her son was a Star Wars fan. But she fucking commits. And that's why I liked it. Because the song isn't great. It's the most relevant to Star Wars, so it's the cantina theme, it's, it's yeah. to that, mm-hmm. but she commits, she gives it everything she's got, you know, Biatha was, you know, a Broadway singer, she was in MAME and, and all that business, so she knows how to emote through a song. No matter how fucking ridiculous everything going on around her is, <laughs> even singing to a giant rat, she is committing to that, and that's why I loved it so much. If somebody else was singing it, I'd probably forget about it and couldn't care. Yeah, but she gives it her all, heart and soul, and you've got to give credit for that.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, and like not to knock Diane Carroll or Starship, but like their sequences felt. Extra and not really needed. At least B. Arthur's was like part of a scene and everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's what I assumed was the meaning of the holiday special. What it was meant to be was to have these musical or comedic sti- uh, skits based around Star Wars. But for Diane Carroll and Jefferson Starship, they that could have been from anything or or any. You know, it could have been taken from any show because it wasn't Star Wars. I mean, Diane Carroll, gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird outfit, but it's not Star Wars. If she was dressed in a more Star Wars y way, it would have made more sense. But now it's Star Wars, and now they're on my Christmas playlist
2: every fucking
0: year because (laughs) of this. But like, I mean, if Star Wars holiday special. If she was dressed like Leia with Jabba, is that the second one or is that the third one? I can't remember which third one. Third one. The third one. With the with the bra and the oh with the, the bikini, the, uh, yeah, the bikini. If she, wore, yeah. if she wore something like that, it it would make more sense. <laughs> I <Yeah>. think.
2: <laughs> well, can you imagine how fast grandpa would have ejaculated if she did? Well yeah. it took him a good five minutes, like without that. So
0: it took him the whole goddamn song. And <laughs> I'm also confused. Like, is that supposed to be VR or something? It looks like VR. It looks like VR.
2: I I just love her dialogue where she's like, Oh yeah, I'm your fantasy. Experience (laughs) me. And he's there like rewinding it. She's like, I think you're adorable. I think you're adorable. I think you're adorable. And he just keeps rewinding it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? The first time I watched it, I had no idea where that was going. But then when I found out, I was I was horrified. (laughs)
1: Oh, yes, I can feel my creation. (laughs) I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? What does that even mean?
0: She had to say those lines. She got paid to say those lines.
1: With shredded paper on her head. (laughs) Oscar-nominated
0: Diane Carroll. I really hope she got paid boatloads of money and a mountain of cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's what I hope for everyone in this. They got paid boatloads of money and just a a small mountain of cocaine.
1: (laughs) A small mountain of cocaine. Yes. Definitely. It's ironic it's called This Minute Now when it does feel like an hour. It's a long (laughs) song, but it goes on a while.
0: Well, you could say that about the whole thing. It goes on for way too long. Like, the cooking segment, that was just... (laughs) Adding more arms, I was like, guys, this isn't, this, this is whatever. But then also, the sort of YouTube tutorial that Lumpy yeah. watches of how to build the machine that then was destroyed by Imperial person. I was just like, what? Yeah. Harvey Corbin is trying so hard in every character that he's playing. Harvey Korman, it,
1: it, it's a strange one because he's from the Carol Burnett show and a lot of the writers uh, wrote for the Carol Burnett show and wrote Carol Burnett specials, won Emmys for them. You know, this is a, a team with a history of writing these kind of variety shows and being successful, you know, and Harvey Corman clearly owed them something. Like they'd had a bet. He lost a bet or <laughs> 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 like you're gonna have to do three you're gonna have to do a julia child impression with like wow. four arms you're gonna have to <laughs> spank yourself whilst a wookie watch <laughs> and then what was the last oh where he pours the drink on his head The, the... the creepy would be arthur in the bar
0: Krellman, the creepy guy at the bar oh
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah, he who, was getting far too much pleasure from pouring that drink in his hand. He was,
0: but also like, like she says, "I'll be right with you" or something like that, or "Wait there, I'll be right." I'll be right with you, and he's not picking up on social cues that like that's what <laughs> you say <laughs> at a bar. Oh
2: boy, oh no. His his segment with Lumpy that that tutorial is by far my least favorite thing about about the entire film. I feel like. That goes on for the longest out of all of them. It feels like it anyway. It's just there's nothing there. He just acts like a possessed robot. And it's... what's the joke? Yeah. What? Yes, what is the joke
1: exactly. There? Because he's he's some sort of robot or something or AI, and he's malfunctioning. I get it. You know, I got I got it within the first thirty seconds, <laughs> and then he starts like sm- smacking his ass yeah. he? to get him to work, start working, like a fucking horse or something. <laughs> And it's like, what is the joke here? Because if it is that he's malfunctioning, it's way too long. Way too
0: long. If they had, like, a patch of, like, metal or something to show that he's a robot, like, Mm. keep the face, but, like, maybe have wires sticking out of his ears or something. Like, that would help. It also feels like all the scenes with the star wars cast so like luke leia and all them they were like you have me for two hours and that includes recording dialogue for the cartoon section yeah that's it yeah. It's-
1: but it's i mean they were fairly unknown so you know carrie fisher there's only her second film the original star Wars, only her second film mark hamill i don't think mm. he'd done much Harrison Ford. Yeah, I think he'd only really done American Graffiti. He wasn't that well known. So to have a a special based around comedy and
0: music. I'm sorry, did you say based around comedy? (laughs) Attempting. (laughs) Attempting to be based around comedy and music. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) They're
1: they're kind of not really, they they weren't known for that. I mean, Star Wars was a serious film. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because it's sci-fi and it's got its camp moments. But you know, no one would know if Mark Hamill could sing a song. So I'm they, assuming he didn't, that's why. This is why, <laughs> but they had still had to tie it into Star Wars. So they've brought in these completely random people, aren't ah, fucking Kanye. <laughs> Di- uh, Diane Carroll, B. Arthur, they stick out like sore fonds, but they <laughs> kind of starship. had to have those people because Harrison Ford, I don't think now or or then could do a a song and dance no you know no
0: and i don't think it's that he could it's that he wouldn't like he would be like you want me to fucking do what (laughs) because i read that even after doing this he wanted to like be out of star wars he was like i'm done i can't do this (laughs) after this special like the special i think broke everyone in a way yeah yeah
2: his there's there's one specific clip and I, I think it's been memed now a fair bit, um, during that performance at the end where it zooms in on Harrison Ford's face and he's just staring at the ground and he's just looking at like, what the
0: fuck have I done with my life? I am gonna regret this forever. <laughs> he's counting and, he's counting down the rest of the seconds that yeah. he, they have him the for. Fuck they, it's the fact they kept it in. They kept that of <laughs> yeah. him looking so miserable. <laughs> I love Harrison
1: Ford. And I think you could accuse him sometimes of taking himself a little too seriously, but he was perfectly justified with this. <laughs> this. This is one where he, you know, he,
0: he should be embarrassed. So back to the cartoon for a hot second. Cause we didn't really, what, 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 what is it? I don't understand it at all because like Lumpy is watching an adventure that his dad is on. But like, is it like they ran out of money that so they were like, animation is easier than paying people and building sets and shit like that?
1: What what I would assume is that in some ways it was a bit of a pilot in to see how the special did and then they could have a cartoon uh, aimed at children, aimed at you know, children who are going to ask their parents to buy Boba Fett toys and have that in between the films. Because it was still, after this, still two years until The Mm. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So this is all just a big ploy for for merchandise. And George Lucas said that, you know, it was all to sell toys, sell merchandise, sell lunchboxes, you know, so I feel like that was um, just a way of aiming part of it directly at children who weren't too enamored with B. Arthur or Harvey Corman. Yeah. I what can't think of 10-year-olds mean- going, yes, Harvey Corman, Three <laughs> times, three different characters from Harvey Corman. What, what a revelation. Amazing. What range. What, what range. range. Got- what range.
0: Kids running around being like, it's Maude. <laughs> it's not. oh dear god um can i ask you
1: a question yes yeah, ask. this isn't something we really get in the uk this uh tv special we get something similar don't we? we've had something similar yeah but it seemed to be low don't share olivia newton john you know carol burnett barbara streiser everyone was doing this paul Lynn. paul lind you know what's the kind of history of what's what are they for or
0: it's part of like the variety special and I think it was um may have been around the time like television was introduced in the 50s like they're trying to figure out how to entertain people and so um with these specials I think it's them wanting I think it's potentially the person that's doing it wants to show what they can do. You know, they're like, I want to sing and dance, but I'm always the action star or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and this is all speculation. I have no history or no like knowledge of anything of this. I think it's also like Carrie Fisher in this to show that she can sing or like to introduce them to the masses because not everyone saw Star Wars. I mean, yes, ev- almost everyone saw Star Wars in the 70s, but like, not everyone saw it, but, like, it's also, like, getting families together in a way to watch a program that everyone can watch. Because, like, you know, you have the daytime shows and then the primetime shows and then the late night shows and blah, blah, blah. So, I I don't know. I, I guess it's, uh, it's probably, like, exposure and money. That's probably mm-hmm. w- what it is.
1: Primetime, then. So, this would have been... Like, okay.
0: like seven, eight o'clock at night. Okay. Quote, unquote, after dinner or during. Okay. Dinner. Because they call it prime time because that's usually like when everyone's decompressing, they're, they had dinner, they're turning on the TV to watch their shows. That's a,
1: a weird thing. not to go on too much of a tangent, but here it's this, our soap operas take up that time slot.
0: Really? And see, those are during the day here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so our soap operas are the biggest shows yeah. on, and then you, you get some random reality TV shows, but sort of like dramas will be later on. Yeah, but they'll sort of be um, for a certain time period. Um, so it will be over two days. Well, you'll have a special.
0: You could also blame George Lucas because he did pull this from airing in the UK before yeah. it could. So this, this could have awesome. been a trend. Yeah, this could have... Yeah. (laughs) But you would have something
1: like this on a Saturday night slot. So you would have, you know, it would be a Saturday night. And I just, I find it strange, the whole... Because something like, not to go on too much tangent (laughs) again, but I loved Sabrina, the Teenage Witch growing up. I loved Sister, Sister. I loved all those shows. They were kids' TV shows here. So they would be on a special kids TV channel or during I didn't realize that those shows in America were like prime prime
0: time slots. They were part of that TGIF. Yeah, but they were
1: marketed here as for children, so they would be on sort of after school before the evening, which is our soap operas.
0: Well, then you get into syndication, which that kid, so they would do new episodes during the primetime slot but then they would have like older seasons or previous seasons airing in the afternoon um once they reached i think i think it's like after you reach 100 episodes that's when you can go into syndication i have a lot of weird knowledge i'm realizing
1: (laughs) so it's it's just it's really strange because obviously also the, the amount of commercial breaks yeah we, here in the UK, we have, if it's an hour show, you'll have, what? Three. Three. You'll have three commercial breaks for yeah, an hour show. Hours. Half an hour show, you'd get one commercial break in the middle.
0: For um, here, it's four to five. I think it's four, because then you do every quarter of the hour.
1: Okay. Because sometimes it seems more. Because, obviously, with TV specials, we didn't watch it with the, the commercials, but there's when it's moments where you're like, okay, that's a commercial break. Yeah. Of like, oh, that's a commercial break. It might just be bad editing. It might. It's <laughs> probably just bad
0: editing. You know? Wait, are you probably. saying like this has commercial? The commercial breaks in the the holiday special or it's in been anything? A lot. Yeah. It, did,
1: it did seem because the, there's moments where it sort of fades to black and you're like, well, that's probably the commercial break time. But obviously, we we didn't watch it. We we have it on bootleg Blu-ray, I suppose. You say that I got it from an official place. Well, it can't be that official because George Lucas said that he was gonna go around and smash all of them with a sledge. Oh, the master mouth.
0: tapes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He tried to buy tape. as much as he could, but I mean, people I watched it on YouTube for fuck's sake. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he gave up once the internet yeah. came out. He was
0: like, Oh, this isn't gonna happen. Well, mom... here's the here's the thing though, because since then other properties have like parodied it but like or like we are cle- like we clearly love this because it's so bad but like we're we want to honor it and make sure it gets it's continued into the cultural zeitgeist because like there's a the I, I just did an episode of south park where it's the mr hanky christmas classics and they treated it like the Star Wars Christmas special, the holiday special. And then also recently um, the MCU came out with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I, I started watching it. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but like it is hilarious.
2: Yeah, we, it's, it's great. And it has those Star Wars holiday special references in there with yes. like the animated yes. sequence and the musical numbers. So I think, because I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is very much mirrored Star Wars as it's gone along. Like, the first Guardians of the Galaxy is very much A New Hope. The second one is very much similar to The Empire Strikes Back, with the protagonists splitting up, and so on.
0: And the third Um, one is going to be Phantom Menace, right?
2: Well, it'll be Return of the Jedi, so I assume it'll go down that route. But this definitely, that was definitely James Gunn saying, yeah, I love Star Wars Holiday Special. I'm going to remake a more accessible version.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, like, and... Um, these are only two examples. I'm pretty sure if we really put our brains together, we could think of other ones. But like, I don't know. This, this, I guess, touched people in a way that like they wanted it to, but because it was such a failure, they didn't embrace it.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, they even did the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special last year, which I was expecting to be, you know, a Lego recreation, but it wasn't, but they do mention Life Day and those references are in
0: there. So they, they have since made it canon, but like, I also read that Carrie Fisher was the only one who would openly talk about this. Everyone else is just like, shut <laughs> it down. We're done. George Lucas yeah. would leave yeah. interviews. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they were told not to talk about it. Why? It's so, it, they did it. Yeah. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. <laughs> we have
2: proof. I think Mark Hamill right. did at a comic con. I think he just spoke about how terrible it was. Harrison Ford just will not say
1: a thing. He he did, it was on Conan O'Brien, I think it was, talk show, and Conan O'Brien brought it up. Mm. And he, that's when he said, I have no recollection of making this. <laughs> and then they showed him the clip of him looking like he wanted to jump out the <laughs> nearest window.
0: <laughs> this hurts me a little bit, this special, because it's just so, it's only like an hour and 40 minutes Not even, but it feels like it's three hours long somehow. You think that's
2: because of the first 20 minutes where we just get Wookiee language with absolutely no subtitles whatsoever?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not 20 minutes. That's only 10. Oh, is it? I've
2: always thought that was 20 minutes. (laughs)
0: Because you get the little cold open and then there's a 10 minute chunk and then all of a sudden Mark Hamill's there. I I timed it because I was just like, this is forever, and I have no idea. Like, how dare they not put subtitles for those scenes?
2: Yeah, and,
1: I mean, you translated, didn't you, what was going on? Yeah, kind of. Um, A whole load of nothing, <laughs> and a little bit of acrobats.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, the that's, acrobats! That's of- <laughs> the acrobats! I mean, that's also part of that 10-minute chunk, because... And that's yeah. like, and that's like seven minutes. So,
1: yeah. And then the, um, w- what's the, the kid one? Lumpy. Called? Lumpy. Lumpy doing the sort of gymnastics.
0: Uh, <laughs> the balancing uh, act. The balancing <laughs> act
1: as well.
0: So you're going to fall to your death. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were they trying to do some sort of like uh, callback then when the stormtrooper gets tripped and falls over? this side of the house like is that are they are they like setting it up with lumpy at the beginning oh, be yeah. like, so, oh.
2: <laughs> so they, they, they really thought that balancing a child wookie on this on this uh, railing it's uh it's going to demonstrate how dangerous it'll be if a stormtrooper falls off it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> that's about that's right,
1: right.
2: <laughs> again <cocaine>. okay
0: okay <laughs> okay that's that's the answer to all of the questions that we have um Oh, so I wrote this down. I blacked out for a bit while dicking around on my phone. Why did the stormtrooper rip the head off the stuffed animal? Also, what happened to the cartoon? Like that
2: Yeah, that's... I mean the cartoon just, just ended. Just cut... I mean, I think the conclusion was Boba Fett's a bad guy. Really, that's you know.
1: Yeah, I think it was just a case of this is what we could do. Yeah. I see- I would assume that that cartoon didn't really have much to do with the writers of the event. No. Or there would be... Because uh, the, the writers themselves, none of them I can see have worked in animation.
0: And I believe all of these people did not see Star Wars, nor like had George Lucas's notes really... No.
1: No, they they all, like I said before, their history was with TV specials. Emmy winners, you know, Rod Warren, he won two Emmys for his work with Lily Tomlin for TV oh, specials. Uh, Bruce Valange would go on to win two Emmys for his writing for the Academy Awards, 91 and 92. Uh, Pat Proft, uh, this was really early in his career, but he'd go on to co-write Naked Gun. Uh, Police Academy and some of the less well received Police Academy and s- scary movie sequels. Mm. Okay. Uh, Ripp- he did some random TV work, including some episodes of Full House he wrote and uh, Buzz and Buddies, which is the Tom Hanks sitcom where he pretends to be a woman to get cheaper rent. Oh. Uh- <laughs> And then Mitzi Welch and uh, Ken Welch as well. That I'm assuming they were ma- a married couple. They'd done um, some writing, mainly music, for uh, Julian Carroll at the Lincoln Center, the Olivia Newton-John special, and uh, my favourite, Barbara Streisand and other musical instruments. <laughs> and they won an Emmy for um, <laughs> Musician of the Year for uh, Barbara Streisand and other musical oh. instruments.
0: Thank you for that's- doing the work for me.
1: <laughs> but that's, I mean, that, the point I'm sort of making is that's some talent there. The director, Steve Binder, he directed the Elvis 68 comeback special. Mm. You know, that that's a real cult, iconic cultural moment. Yeah. And so they all have a really great history. Emmy winners, you know, like I said before, Biafra, um, Art Carney he'd won an Oscar two years before for Best Actor yeah. Diane Carroll all that talent coming together to make a big pile of dog shit <laughs> it makes no sense I don't get it so ultimately like you said I think they just didn't know what Star Wars was Yeah, they didn't yeah. know what Star Wars was they didn't know what Star Wars wanted to be I don't think George Lucas had Much of an input. I mean, he hasn't got a writing credit.
0: No, Um, no, and or he had it burned off of it because he was like, I do not want to be attached to this piece of shit at all. But like he reading the IMDb trivia for this, I'm a little. It's a little weird because he did. There was at one point he wanted to do like a Wookiee side quest movie or like a segment of a movie and so that's i think the springboard for this i think i read that bruce relance got wind of that and that's what this became
2: yeah so i mean does that mean he would have made a full 90 minute movie with just wookiee dialogue
0: again with no subtitles (laughs) oh god I hope not, but I really do at the same time because that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be
2: very like, who's
1: asking for that? Who? Why did he think anyone would want that? Why was Chewbacca the one? Thinking of it in the context of 1978, why was Chewbacca the one to have the the sort of family dynamic? Mm. I suppose, really, because potentially he's the cutest character.
0: From well, the the well, so. Princess Leia's planet blows up in the first movie, right? Yes. Spoiler alert for those of you who have not seen Star Wars.
1: Oh, Luke's family's dead. Yeah. Luke's
0: family is dead. We don't really know anything about Han Solo until we get to the his movie that re- came out like a few years ago that I don't th- really think is canon, but whatever. And so I guess they were like, well, Chewbacca... We can potentially sell merchandise. Little furry toys. Little little stuffed animals and stuff. That'd be good. Does
1: that exist? I'm sure it does. Do you remember the video that went viral of that woman? She bought herself a Chewbacca mask (laughs) and she sat in her car. Yes! When she opened her mouth and she was just having the time of her (laughs) life. (laughs) That's the opening 10 minutes of this film. That's the
0: opening 10 minutes of this (laughs) film. (laughs) But like...
1: Creepy. It's still a bit creepy, actually. Kind of. <laughs> I know she's having fun, and it is funny, but still a bit, a little creepy having that mask on. And it the the real question is K. why,
2: why Chewbacca, and why not the gay icon, C-3PO and his little partner R2D2? Why not do a film specifically about them? That would make more sense. There's more personality there.
1: Yeah, that would have worked better. Mm. That dynamic would have worked better as the kind of story to tie everything together. Uh, I
0: think they were also going for like a family thing and, and found family wasn't really a thing back in the seventies or it wasn't as big of a cultural reference as it is now. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. I'm so glad though (laughs) that we have this because it is bananas and I hope everyone watches it on YouTube for free or <laughs> buys a DVD from a not-sketch sketch place like you guys did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think um, any of your money when you bought the Blu-ray went to George Lucas. I'd love if it Disney. was if
2: he's secretly on eBay selling enough copies of it, like trying to put the word out there some more. Then when he's asked about it, it's like, oh no, if nobody's on about, it. There's, there's no
1: Star Wars holiday special. i secretly making money off it. it it does surprise me though because. Now it has a cult following. Now it's enjoyed in a highly ironic way. You'd think they would have embraced it and got some money from it. Well, I mean... Lose like, now.
0: Like you said, they included Life Day in one of the properties. They, no. they included some of the characters from this. So it was Boba Fett and I believe... Someone else. I can't remember. I read that there was another person, another character that they've since included. Just embrace the weird, everyone.
1: Yeah. And I make, you know, I'm just surprised that Disney wouldn't try and make some money from it. Right. some way. Some I suppose of- the, Le- the Lego Star Wars special would have. But that's not directly though, is it? No, no, no one watched the Lego special because they wanted to see references to the Star Wars holiday specials. I did <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have watched it anyway yeah. it it made it funnier but i mean stuff like you know i would absolutely buy a bafar action figure i i would buy that i would give you a lot an an, an embarrassing amount of money to own that <laughs> And uh-huh. I'm surprised that Disney wouldn't want to tap into that market. That's true. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would give you an, a, a ridiculous amount of money. Well, they have made,
2: like, thousands of Star Wars Funko Pops. I mean, there's been some real, like, they're really stretching it a bit now with the Funko Pops they're releasing. So it's only a matter of time yeah. until we get Art Carney in Funko Pop form. Art uh, Carney.
0: Have they released the Krellman uh, Funko Pop, the guy with the hole in his head?
2: Not yet, but
1: as soon as they do, that is, that is going in our film room. It's a weird one, though, because with... Uh, minor tangent. Uh, with the Funkos, the licensing means that they all have to be bobbleheads for Star Wars. And uh, that would be a bit strange. <laughs> <While> Harley <laughs> Coleman, bobbing <laughs> really, his head. Yeah, with with a thing in his head. <laughs> Just bobbing away. He could keep stuff in it. That'd be great. <laughs> how does he clean it? You
0: <laughs> if know, that's how
1: he drinks, how does he clean it?
0: Probably gets a brush and it's, it's probably, he probably treats it like a tooth, like a toothbrush, but like,
1: yeah.
0: uh, but maybe it looks like a toilet brush just because of how wide and cavernous it is. I don't know. If it rained, would he drown? <laughs> well, he wears a hat sometimes oh I uh, suppose, yeah, yeah he yeah. does yeah. yeah but maybe or he might you know you know like whenever you get too much water in your ears and you're like oh i gotta get it out maybe that's what that sensation is and yeah. that he won't drown it's just like oh no my brain is now waterlogged because of all the rain water giant cotton
1: wool bird and
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? What
1: did you think and I know we mentioned it briefly but what did you actually think to, um, Light the Sky on Fire? Did you think it was a good song? I I
0: actually kind of unironically enjoyed it. I just didn't understand wh- how that fit into the world of Star Wars. No. It's, like,
1: I think they were trying to go, I think I think ultimately the problem with Star Wars Holiday Special is that it shouldn't have existed because right. it, it doesn't translate. Star Wars doesn't translate to that sort of thing. It it, it doesn't. Um, and they were going for too wide of an audience. So it's like, we'll throw in some, you know, household names for the mums and dads. We'll throw in a cartoon and a... Not so cute, but trying to be cute. Wookie family for the kids, and then Jefferson Starship for the teenagers who are too cool. Mm. I, I
0: don't,
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if Jefferson Starship were cool <laughs> in 1970, but I think they were. I mean, it, it's post um, Grace Slick; she'd left band by that point. Um, but sort of in the advertising, Jefferson Starship. Oh, you know, the Rockers. The ruckus. I've aged myself terribly there. But the the teenagers might tune in to see Jefferson Starship perform. The teenagers enjoyed Star Wars. They enjoy rock music, but it, it's too wide. It it becomes silly because it, I enjoyed the song. I thought it was all right. You know, I wouldn't. That was it, fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine, but it doesn't work because you have um with an imperial guard. Did you see his? Finger tapping along. <laughs> no, my favorite part about the whole thing was Art Carney's little dance that he
2: did. Yeah, that, that's pa- the best part of that. Yeah, sequence. it just ends
1: up Art Carney randomly dancing to Jefferson Starship. And they try and make it futuristic with purple lighting. Yeah. So you can't really see what's going on. Did you also notice
0: the silhouette the, at the beginning with the microphone? The microphone is purple?
1: It started off, yeah, but it started off silhouetted. And looked very phallic.
0: (laughs) Like, oh, it looks like a dildo that he's singing into. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Helmet and all. It it was really. (laughs) And then it obviously turned to purple to try and be like a lightsaber. It's like. "Mm."
0: But like, that's also a moment where the phone was out and I was on Instagram or wherever, and I was just like, (laughs) not really paying attention
1: it's a long song as well for for such boring visuals it went on a long time
0: yes I I kind of like the song but I yeah the song was I mean like I was listening to it it was fine Mm. but like I wasn't really watching it because I was this is this is boring like yeah I think that's I think that's the downfall of this it's just boring the whole thing like, like there were some chuckles here and there that I had. Um, I, like I said, I appreciated the, the act, some of the actors for who, who were actually trying and potentially sober, who knows, but I, I don't know. I think all in all, it's just, it's boring, but like, I get why people love it.
1: Yeah. We, we love it. Mm. We love it. Cause it's, it's camp. It's, it's camp. It's, so it's camp. camp. But there are there are dual moments. There are kind of moments that I would be inclined to fast forward. Do you guys you have never Start. fast forwarded a second of the stars on not <laughs> No, you've never allowed me to. <laughs> but I would maybe some of the Wookiee stuff, I'd be like, well, you could cut that. Let's let's make this an hour special. And then I'd watch, we watch it every year anyway. So, you know, but if we just had the, the campus parts, I think. You know, and,
0: and also fast forward through Lumpy's reactions to things. Because because yeah. <laughs> you don't want nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, let's get into Sharp and Flat then. Woohoo! Sharp, sharp. Flat So in this section we're going to highlight some moments whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Who would like to go first with their sharps?
1: I'll go with my sharps um very very simple be yes sir then wow that that's your only sharp no no oh, okay. but I, I, I don't <laughs> feel like I need to explain myself <laughs> be um the Boba Fett cartoon it, it was it was good I, I enjoyed it if, if they'd made more of it afterwards I probably would have watched I wasn't alive at the time but you know if I was alive at the time <laughs> And uh, Diane Carroll absolutely slays. Yeah, she. I think she looks phenomenal, really gorgeous. Um, I wish she'd had more to do. She does look yes. a little bored. Um, but I, I thought she looked. Her look was phenomenal, absolute, um, drop dead gorgeous, all time. What a queen. gem! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. She looks like she's about to give us a disco classic
0: and then oh. gives me pretty boring ballad uh, Gary or Chris yeah. are you done?
2: The, uh, yeah yeah the oh yeah oh yeah <laughs>
1: never been wow. um,
2: the Diane Carroll talking dirty section of her <laughs> of her cameo uh, Art Carney's dancing uh, right. Harrison Ford holding lumpy get that tattooed on me it's the weirdest image I've ever seen oh my god um, B Arthur of course uh, drag cooking with Harvey
0: Korman,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and as well, oh yeah, and, and Carrie Fisher being coked off her face at the Time of her Life. Good for her. Those are my sharps.
0: This singing the song that's the music is the Star Wars theme. Yeah, yes, great. yeah, so good. Um, I agree with B. Arthur. Uh, I also I just sharped Harvey Corman for trying so damn hard. Like he. Even that that scene where he's malfunctioning droid, question mark, whatever he is. Like, you could tell he's, like, pulling out tricks from uh, the Carol Burnett show so hard. Um, He's like, laugh at me, everyone. I'm funny. And then also, Mark Hamill. Like, that guy. We haven't really talked about him. Mark Hamill had surgery because he was in a car accident or something right before this and so he was heavily makeuped and they used the soft focus old Hollywood version to hide the scarring it looked like or it could have just been YouTube you know the quality of video but like he's doing his damnedest to go like be a team player in this yeah
2: he's he's got a a bit of a history of questionable roles hasn't he I mean he well, they all do. do. Come on. Yeah. He was in The Rap City Street Kids Believe in Santa Claus. Have you seen that? No. That's a musical. <gasps> um, barely. But it is. Um, uh, uh, Five minutes. Content for next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, watch it
1: first and then decide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's something, isn't it? Yeah. I think with Mark Hamill is he was probably meant to be the one that went on to big things. You know, Luke Skywalker is the main protagonist of Star Wars. It's his story. And it's kind of weird that he didn't. I mean, he does some fantastic voice work. yeah, And he's more well-known for that now. Um, But yeah, he was... It's kind of weird that, obviously, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford went on to huge things afterwards. And Mark Hamill kind of is probably... Best known for Luke Skywalker mm. really and I think it's a shame I didn't mention him too much in, in my notes because I, I did feel a bit sorry for it he got the you know a lot of makeup got the drag race season one filter <laughs> um and he, it was post a, a car crash really so it's it's a bit I don't really want to make fun of all the makeup he's got on because. But they, they didn't There me. was a reason, been, but they didn't yeah, They, did they could have blended a bit better. Let's <laughs> be fair. <laughs>
0: but like you guys know, Star Wars, the movie A New Hope was supposed to be a failure, right? Like they, they uh, George Lucas had little to no hope in it. No pun intended, but kind of. Like uh, I, re- I remember reading that he and Steven Spielberg didn't go to the premiere they instead went to like Hawaii and wrote um, Indiana Jones. So they were, they had no, they had, the expectations were so low for Star Wars that when it became a big success, um, I guess then they tried this out and they were like, oh, well now we have to try harder with the second movie. <laughs> and everyone- yeah. Yeah, and they did,
1: and the second movie is better. Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 so weird because obviously Star Wars is a high. Star Wars is a great film, and then there's a huge drop down in quality with the holiday special, and then a fucking huge upturn for Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. which is my personal favorite of all the films. It's it's so crazy and so weird that this is in the middle of two of the most, you know, acclaimed films of all time, you know, by audiences and critics as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Star Wars was nominated for best picture at the Oscars. You know, it had real credibility and it's, I didn't know this except when I was a, particularly here in the UK, because it never came over here um when I thank was you George up,
0: Lucas for that, you bastard,
1: <laughs> and I was a huge Star Wars fan for for many, many years. I still had no idea that this existed I don't, I don't <laughs> know what that is. if anything, it was when I started to become obsessed with the golden girls that I was more aware of the holiday special because of B. arthur Wow really i di- I just didn't know about this, and it's a massive it is a massive blemish <laughs> but a fun yeah. one it is it's fun it's yeah. a, it's looking
0: out. looking back now knowing mm. what we know of star wars yes we can laugh we know it's we know it was a misstep but like hey it's fun at the time mm. like you said earlier at the time people are probably just like what the fuck is happening we saw this great movie and now we have this okay so Chris, do you want to go first with your flats then? Um, oh, I'm excited it's a to hear one, these
1: because there's a lot of them. the Wookies. Just the, the <laughs> Wookie's eyes, really, is the biggest flat because they're so scary. Um, Harvey Corman being a creep—that's a flat for me. It's uh, the Greelman one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, f- I forget that he's like, three times. I wish Beaufield had punched him. And uh, really just it's difficult because technically they're flats but they're so camp, I ironically love them I suppose it's really, it's the the boring bits in between you know, it it is, the biggest flat for me is is the kind of walkie scenes where nothing's really
0: happening (laughs) they're all miming and Growling,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, my flats, the, it has to be the first 10 minutes. Mm. Um, the dialogue, I'd say mostly. Yes. Um, the second half of Diane Carroll's cameo, um, because I do not remember a single thing about that song at all, uh, I only listened to it earlier today. Um, the third, Harvey Corman, uh, the malfunctioning one, I just mm. it, I just can't get along with it whatsoever. And uh, my final flat is the moment they ran out of cocaine and
0: couldn't stretch it out to two hours. <laughs> <Just> imagine <laughs> what else they could have done. No, <laughs> we'd be watching it for days. Like that's oh god. Um, I I agree with both of you. The lack of translation for the Wookies, like that, could have been easily fixed. Yeah. Um. And, I feel like everything's just like a bit too long. Like you landed, landed the joke, the point yeah. of whatever is yeah. happening. But like, then they were like, let's keep going. Let's keep going with this segment. Like the, the, um the, the cooking tutorial. Did we need a fourth arm? Not really. Or could have been introduced <laughs> sooner. Maybe the malfunctioning YouTube video, like, I have no idea what's going on in that. That could have been cut. Um, And then also my last flat is Krellman. I agree with you. Like that was just, it was just a little icky. And I was just like, in this holiday special so far that has all of the emotions that we're supposed to be feeling allegedly or confusion is the most important thing that we're coming, that I'm feeling out of watching this. All of a sudden now I just feel gross because like this guy can't take a hint. Grow, no. yeah grow.
1: yeah i can i can see what they were going for that sort of uh old hollywood romance kind of thing but it was still creepy in those films as well <laughs> creepy then creepy now
0: uh w- out of the four songs in this would you add any of them to your life's playlist i i mean i would add
2: all three to uh, uh, all three, okay. I would add three of them to my life's playlist, just not the Diane Carroll one. Okay. I mean, I could start every morning to a day to celebrate and I just feel ready for my day.
1: Yeah, that's forgivably short, thankfully. Um, she has a I, great
0: voice, I will say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Debbie Reynolds was the mother, you know, so the apple didn't fall far from the tree. She's got a lovely voice didn't use it much in films I don't think No unfortunately I can't unfortunately. think of another role where she sang um, For me personally it's only Goodnight but not Goodbye <laughs> That I would add to my Life's playlist Only sung by B. Um, maybe not the song itself <laughs> the, the clip The music, music city, <laughs> actually, However you'd like to describe it Just um, yeah it, it gives me life
0: and see, I agree with you, but I uh, with the song "Good Night, but not Goodbye," but just the audio, not the visual. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for B. Arthur singing, like yes. Um, yes. and then you know, I think, I think I could bop out to "Light the Sky on Fire."
1: Yeah, I, I liked, yeah. I liked that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Outside yeah. of this thing, whatever mm-hmm. this was, uh, I think I could rock out to it because it, it's of the that i know this we're not in the 80s but like it's like that 80s synth pop sound that we live for so yeah yeah and on that note gentlemen we're done with the episode we did it we did we did the star wars holiday special somehow (laughs) somehow (laughs) uh is there anything y'all would like to plug or promote
2: Um, So, usual Horror Cool Trash Over podcast, we're on all podcast streaming platforms, new episode every Tuesday, and we're also, if anyone from the UK is listening, we're running our own horror festival as well, next year, in June, um, which is a horror festival dedicated entirely to minority filmmakers, and it'll be taking place in Manchester, in the UK, on June 17th and 18th.
0: Put that on your calendars, everyone. Yeah. Wait, where I'm sorry, this is a film festival and you are hosting it or are you Yes.
2: Yeah, so I I'm the director of the festival. I put it all together and uh, and Chris is part of the team as well. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Hmm. Not affiliated with the podcast. This is just your
2: It's just just our thing, yeah. I mean okay. we might do a little tie-in somewhere, but um this is a separate entity, isn't
0: it? Yeah yeah yeah
1: but it, obviously us both being involved ties it to the podcast yeah <laughs> the podcast is just me and gary sat in our you know spare bedroom, room, yeah. you know, so it's it's it just us existing with <laughs> public yeah <laughs> ties it to the podcast but it's not you know it's not officially tied
0: uh and if you want to talk about I don't know your feelings of this. You can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Uh how did you celebrate Life Day? I think I went to work. I don't remember what what I did on November 17th because I my memory is shot thanks pandemic uh and if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation we're going to be talking about the 2004 version of a christmas carol starring kelsey Grammer. it's a hallmark channel movie
1: i didn't know that wow existed. i'd never heard of that <laughs> kelsey Grammer.
0: alan manken wrote the music to it the good oh i you have to listen to the episode to find oh. out <laughs> my opinions but yes, yes, it's good. Uh, Gary and Chris, thank you so much for... I mean, I didn't really have to twist your arm. It felt like you were just like, yes, we'll come on always, and talk about this.
2: <laughs> always ready to talk about a Star Wars holiday special.
1: Any chance <laughs> to say the words Harvey Corman a thousand times and I'm there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, thank you for popping by and everyone have a wonderful and safe holiday season because this is... A holiday season episode, and bye for now! Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork, and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.